Welcome to Cherry on Top. My name is Han. My name is Al. This is the podcast that talks about the problems and solutions of life's minor inconveniences. And today is a very special episode, right? Yes, it is so special. It is special because we are going to be talking about throwback times. Our solid solutions for these topics will vary specifically from different points of view to better help our listeners get through life's inconvenient moments no matter the age. No matter the age, but like if you're young, don't be listening to this one, you know, okay? If you're young, Maybe just you shouldn't be listening to our podcast anyways, because no. you know what time it is. Yeah, you know what time it is. It, it is, is time, time to bitch. You have got to be kidding. Baby, where is it? Son of a bitch. Well, that's just the cherry on top. <laughs> all right, all right. It is time. a special 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 day yeah it is so special because it's one episode 18 Mm -hmm. and we have never done an episode like this yes and i feel like 18 i think that's a good number right let's talk numbers real quick (laughs) of course i mean eight is a good number it's divisible by a lot of things it's an even number 18 is when you can go and do things on your own and really when the minor inconveniences um, start. I was going to say when you can buy cigs, but you can't do that anymore. I think you have to be 21 to buy cigs mm, now. Darn terrible. Yeah, oh, what a Love. shame. Ugh. Anyway, different topic, different time. <laughs> yeah. It's episode 18, our yeah. throwback special. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so excited about this idea that we developed, Han. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm excited. Actually, Al really spearheaded it. She brought it up to me. I was like, that sounds great. I just, like, was, I don't know. It just, like, I was probably showering, you know, when those ideas pop in your head. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, all right, I'm going to pin that one. And I'm super pumped because I feel like these three topics are very relatable, just like the other topics in our previous episodes yeah. that we've already done. So let's not, let's not waste any time. I do want to mention, though, that I know my voice sounds a little raspy. She is a little rasped today. Yeah, I had quite the weekend. Speaking of six, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just no, kidding. I'm you so kidding. I would never smoke a six. Gross. I, no. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> that was that was random. But anyway, um, my voice is a little raspy. I had a wild weekend. She um, did. She had, I... the, she had a wilder weekend than I could have ever imagined, honestly. <laughs> it was so fun, though. It was. Uh, I was at a bachelorette party for one of oh my, my very good friends, and we just had an extravagant time. Yeah. I think that's the best adjective that I could use. And then what was the cherry on top of the trip, the, the ripe cherry on top of the trip? <sighs> I mean, there are a lot of things that I could say, but um, whenever we were flying home on Sunday, we saw LeBron James get off of his chair. His PJ, off his PJ. Yeah, LeBron James getting off of his um, private private plane, and LD we saw off him. the PJ. Um, I think my knees buckled a little bit. Um, oh my God, you guys! If it, she sent um, me a snap. The, the camera was facing her face. The picture, I swear, is fucking hysterical. Maybe I'll, like, post it on our story. Yeah, yeah, you really should because yeah. it's, it's fucking hysterical. I thought I was getting a video of him, and I was video 
weeding myself. Yeah. She just like but then that motherfucker I out. did so I did turn the video around. Yes. So you do you do see you, you see you see him in the, in the SUV. In the SUV. Um, but he's also with two other NBA players, so you actually do see them. Yeah. Um, I don't recall their names off the bat, but I will try and post that yes. that picture because it is funny. But yeah, um, wild weekend, raspy voice, uh, LeBron James. Um, that that made all of my minor inconveniences like just she disappear. went on a yacht <laughs> like yeah she 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 really did the damn thing we were wild now but you know it was a great time I'm happy I'm happy that I have the experience raspy I'm voice happy and all you do too so. I just really vicariously lived through her yep. and all of my friends and family have been messaging me like who the fuck is Allie with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the best. I'm with the best. All right. So, anywho, off of my tangent, let's jump right into these awesome throwback topics. Um, starting off with, do you wanna do you wanna jump in, Han? Sure. Want to jump in and talk? Topic number one: When your parents tell you no. Oh my gosh. Does the... like that too? No. Yeah. No. Sometimes it's like that. Not all the time. Topic number two. Attending your first sleepover. How nerve-wracking. How nerve-wracking. Yeah. And topic number three, finding a seat in the lunchroom. That's uh, another nerve-wracking yeah. situation. All horrifying things when you are a youth. Yeah. When you're a young little thing. Into the world. All right. Shit. It is. All right. Yeah. It, so, it, it is. It's yeah, so it tough. Really but we're, we're going to jump into it right now. Topic number not one, when your parents tell you no. When your parents tell you no. Um, tell me why it sucks, Han. In the moment, you really can't find any reasoning behind what's wh- why no makes absolutely no, no sense. sense what a, a, at all. What difference does it make if I'm at home or wherever? Since I won't if if I'm at home, I'm gonna be in my room. You're not gonna see me. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's so like many that. things that like you're you're like that can justify why you are right yeah. and why they are absolutely wrong but mm-hmm. like they're still saying no yeah it makes no fucking None sense whatsoever and you sit there and you also like give them almost like a presentation i feel like there are like kids who have given their parents presentations i mean i know i have if i've really wanted to do something but i mean you try every possible thing you can just to make sure you get the answer you want mm-hmm. and it's still no the way, yeah, you, you ask just just the right way, and right. and then it's soul crushing. I know it really is soul soul crushing. It's of course, now looking back, it obviously makes a lot of sense. I've also lot, listened to enough crime podcasts to understand why no is a very acceptable answer sometimes. That's true. Did you try and do a lot of sketchy stuff, and your parents were like, "No, no, I was a really good kid." Oh, I was like scarily good. I was. You would not believe the person I am today compared to the job that I was. <laughs> You're a good person now, so I'm like... I was a little angel. I didn't make any fuss. Like, I was... I would get so upset when people were mad at me. So, like, I was just yeah out there trying to not make people be mad at me. Still kind of like that, but a whole lot less. Right. I feel that on a spiritual a level because I'm very less. similar. Yeah. yeah people would like compliment my mom and be like what what are you doing she's so good (laughs) it's me bitch you know me now though i do know you know (laughs) um but you're still great so oh my gosh that's so funny and gosh so your parents probably didn't tell you no a lot no 
yeah, I was pretty good too. So I didn't get, I didn't go get told no often, but like sometimes they would tell me no, but I could persuade. I had probably more freedom than I should have. Even in high school, I had a lot of freedom. I remember going to college and I was pissed off because I had more rules living in the dorms than I did living at home. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, I should have just fucking lived at home. Yeah. You should (laughs) have. Yeah. At that rate. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of fucking rules in college. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Carry on now. There's no sense of understanding their perspective, kind of like we mentioned. And I do want to say that Hannah and I aren't parents, so we don't have this perspective quite. I don't know. I feel like it it is with the kids at school, though. It's hard to tell them. We do have a little bit more of an advantage than any than any other person who may not be exposed to kids. I used to feel terrible telling them no, but now I mean, now that going into year four. No. It's, <laughs> you have to have balance yeah. with, with anything. In boundaries, too. In, in ba- so. Exactly. And so, um, it, it is hard, though, because, and, and I imagine as a parent, uh, it would be hard, but, you know, I guess as you continue and, yeah. and practice that, you, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. But, um, as a kid, though, from that kid perspective, um, like we mentioned before, it makes no sense. So you don't even understand their perspective. Yeah. Like, you feel like there's just nothing no- bad's going to happen to you. Yeah, and there's just, like, I mean, f- chemically speaking, like, you're not going to be able to cross those wires to make sense of it either. Absolutely. You know? And your parent is thinking, like, a million different things right. while you're thinking about just wanting to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be with whoever. Yeah. Or do whatever. Or go get whatever. Yeah. Just whatever. like different pages and different books in different libraries. Yeah. Ooh. That was deep. Boom, bitch. Mm, anyway. Um, <laughs> this is funny because I feel like the few times that my parents said no, um, or like in the movies and TV shows when you see that, um, they're like, you're the worst. It's like whoever tells you no, mom, dad, whoever. Yeah. Immediately the worst, the worst person in your life now. It's okay. Like, you hate them. I don't mind being worst, because first is worst. Second is the best. Well, third is the one with the treasure chest. But or regardless. other things, but yeah. Sometimes you have to be first, and sometimes that's the worst. Yeah. That, yeah. Did you like that? I did kind of like it, but I liked it less because you asked me if I liked it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> funny how that works. Isn't it? That's upsetting. Okay. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can go on. I'm done. <laughs> I still like it. I didn't say I didn't. I just said I liked it just a little bit less, like a half a point down. Half a point? Okay. What's the scale? Two. Okay. I'll take that then. You have a 9.5. Oh, whoa, whoa. It's a 10? Wow. Yeah, I liked it. But then you were like, did you like that? <laughs> Like, oh, bitch, okay. I'll still take a 9.5. Oh, right. Any, any fucking way. <laughs> How about you bring up the next point, you 9.5-er? The arguing that comes with this is just, it's it's insane. The door slams. Yeah. Oh, the door slams. Did, it, did this happen in your home a lot? I guess with all your siblings, you witnessed it a lot. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking about, like, um, why am I thinking of the movie Freaky Friday when, like, Lindsay Lohan, like, runs and, like, shuts her door or something? I like, just watched that yesterday. 
oh, that's freaky. That's freaky. <laughs> It'd be even freakier if this was a Friday, I but know. it's not. But, um, I just, know. I mean, like, uh, granted, like, every uh, now and then, like, I would throw a tam- tantrum, but, like, me and my middle sister, Ellen, like, sometimes we'd bicker for sure, yeah. but, I mean, we were both four years apart, and... That's a pretty significant distance, where it can make it extra difficult. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, um, the you know, that's typical, just, like, sister fighting, um, but, I mean, slamming doors when you're mad, like, oh, yeah. I broke a bitch's door one time because I slammed it so hard. Yep. I remember that. Oops. Oops. Sorry. Oops. Ugh. I did it Do you guys still talk? No. Bye. <laughs> I haven't talked to her She's like, I closed that door. <laughs> you broke I sure that door, bitch. You broke it. I sure fucking did. All right. This next one. <sighs> I hate this. I hate it. I, I hate it. it, it what's always the response? Because I said so. Yeah, why? Why? Why no? Because, because I, I said, said so. so. That one mm-hmm. right there is like just a loaded, yeah. I mean, just a come on. Another one is because I'm your mother. Oh, I never got that. Oh, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm your, because I'm your parent. That oh. was, you know, like interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so both of those responses don't make any sense to yeah. me. But, I mean, now I'm like, yeah, like, you're in fucking charge, so. Yeah. The because I said so makes less sense to me, though. Because I said so. Like, you're, like, you are the only person that has a say, essentially. Exactly. Boss man over here. Mm. Which, I mean, I feel like some moms be like, I brought your ass here, I can take your ass right out, yeah. so. Anyway, though, it pissed me off as a kid. I mean, this one should be a whole topic itself. Like, let's just dissect because I said so. Said by parents. Yeah. Maybe we'll save that for another special. I know, really, though. Gosh. All right. What's the next one? The world is ending because of this simple yet deadly, deadly word. Like, if your parents tell you no, like, I'm thinking about, like, being told like no like going to a birthday party mm-hmm. or like going to your friend's house or going somewhere like you think that like that friend's like never gonna fucking forgive you like ever yeah ever ever the world feels like it's ending i know because you didn't get your way yeah. and it makes no sense so that makes it like that much worse oh me i know i'm glad that my parents like let, let you do, do shit. shit yeah God, I, I was lucky in that perspective for sure. Yeah. I always got to do whatever for the most part, but I didn't make any trouble, so I guess yeah. what ifs. Me either. Yeah. Me, me either. All right. Well, that was a pretty, pretty hefty. Hefty situation. Hefty situation of is, sucky things. Is there anything that sticks out to you? I mean, we touched on it, but just, you know, good kid probs. Yeah. I mean... If I had to say, and if Ellen or Sarah, both of my sisters, ever listened to this episode, I was probably, like, the best child as far as, Uh, as far as, as, like, not breaking rules and, like, you know, like, Ellen, like, there for a hot minute, she was, she was a little, little rebel, and Sarah, I mean, she was wild, she knows, she knows, she knows, knows. she's still wild, and I mean, I was just like that, the last one, like, what? Uh-huh. Like I mean, they already did all the crazy fun, crazy shit. So yeah. I'm like, plus I feel like when like you watch it as a kid, it makes you want to do it less. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Because, like, like I got to see Ellen, like, get right. in trouble and shit. So, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do yeah. that. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be <laughs> told, like. I want to have my phone taken away. Like, shit. Yeah. yeah. No. So, I mean, I was, I was, I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. I mean, there are a few times that I, you know, might, I don't want to say act out, but, like, you know, white lies and things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was a good kid. Yeah. For me, this is what I feel like I always got the response. Well, first of all, I agree, like, same page. But this is always the response that I would get from my parents. So if I asked my mom something, go ask your dad. Go ask your mom. Did you was get that, that like, a lot? Well, see, my parents divorced when I was seven. So young, yeah. So, like, maybe I don't really remember yeah, that much. That's fair. Um, but, I mean, I guess, I guess at some points, like, if it was something, like, bigger you know, like, a trip or, like, you know, like, I talked to my mom about it. I talked to my uh-huh. dad about it because I saw them both every other day. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I was with them quite a bit. But um, I can imagine that it's, like, to see if they're on the same page, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, didn't you have to report back to the other one to be like, well, mom said this. And then, yeah. like, would your dad be like, okay. Yeah. 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 So, like, a way for them to, like, you're, like, their little messenger, like, exactly. um. Go see what your dad thinks. But like, how can we make you run around for a little bit longer? <laughs> right. And Maybe squirm. if we do this and enough, squirm. then you'll just fall asleep. <laughs> right. And then you won't go. Yeah. That's funny. Did they usually say yes? Well, probably. All the time, yeah. Yeah. I always was told yes. Look at you, you golden child. You know what? You know what I hate also? What? What, what, what? When, like, a toddler says no to you. You're like, excuse me. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> you like, know? Who are you? I know. Who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? I'm like, you're two. Like, <laughs> right? Ridic. That's Ridic. All right. Ridic. <clears throat> let's move into some fun facts, shall we? All right. Let's get into some fun facts. I love the idea. Uh, this is from MelbourneChildPsychology.com.au mm. from the good Australia. Australia. Why parents should feel good about saying no to their children. So, definitely, um... A little bit different of a take on it but um, I just want to mention a few things that I found um, really important and I think that we even have like an extra bonus hand because we are educators so in some ways we do play this role yeah. by no means are we taking the full responsibility of being parents but we do take on quite a bit yeah. of a role anywho one kids need to feel discomfort um that's true not in a way that you know makes them uncomfortable past a point yeah but so they understand that you can push your boundaries a little bit there and, yeah and yeah. there are things in life that are no matter what no matter where you are yeah. are gonna bring you some discomfort yeah. those so you, feeling you know those butterflies in your stomach that's what we're talking yeah. we're not talking about yeah yeah, I think, I, I hope everyone understands the gist. too, yeah. And, um, you know, just to learn how to sure. prepare and inter- interact in those environments, mm-hmm. you know. If if they're in a situation, you know, where they don't they don't feel comfortable, you know, around a different group of people or something. I don't know what I'm trying yeah. to say with that. Oh. You can take it out. But, cool. But I'm trying to think of an example. But anyway, I think people get the point. Yeah. Um, they, need to, they need to feel that. Yeah. Um, they also need to learn patience. I would say that's especially important right now because I feel like kids are probably going to lose their patience because of these goddamn fucking phones. Oh, yeah. You know? And I feel like as a young age, especially, um, you know, if you're, for example, like a single child, you might feel like everything is just some, like, 
like just yours because mm-hmm. like it's it's you or or if you aren't exposed to being around like a bunch of kids like for example with COVID I mean a lot of these kids aren't yeah. being exposed so like it's, scary. it's just them yeah. so they're not learning how to be around other kids and share and learn patience so I think that that's important too mm-hmm. um boundaries make us feel secure mm-hmm. sometimes that's whether true. we like it or not they yeah. make us feel secure in the end and kids need to know who is in charge yeah you know about structure you know because Mm -hmm. then if they know that you can build respect and then you know have that have that going both ways which is funny because my family structure now like I'm I'm one of the adults I guess I feel like I mean you are too but like you know what I mean yeah because I've, I've always been, I've always done whatever the fuck I wanted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is your, this is your world. We're just living in it. Basically, everybody. So this is from independent.co.uk. Um, the article is nine times you should say no to your kids to help them become successful adults, according to child psychologist. So this article is by Laura Markham. She's the author of Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids. Um, Or I don't think, hold on. Yes, okay. Um, And then she's also the founder of the website AHA Parenting. Okay. Yeah, so she says, as a parent, I wanna say yes to my son all the time. Even when I need to say no, I try my damnedest to give him some kind of affirmation. But hearing the word no is important too. According to Dr. Markham, saying no to your child helps with setting boundaries and limits, which aids it in their development, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Never saying it, Dr. Markham says, can leave children ill-equipped to deal with the real world. So, okay, I guess it's not by Dr. Markham, but whatever. You got the gist of it. Yes. So um, here are some of the scenarios where saying no is important which I feel like I feel that I always feel terrible telling my kids no yeah. you know I always feel so bad but yeah I mean unless it's for something like ridiculous yes. that is just absurd which they but, know but I, I know what no you to. mean yeah. I'm like oh, yeah gosh I know Sometimes it's just because, like, I don't want to fucking do it, you know? That's, right. That's why we're not doing it. But anyways, so she says, in a parking lot, completely agree. Um, if your kid is hurting... Like, run, running in a parking lot? Ju- yeah, like, well, just just in general in a parking like, lot. Like, yeah. if a kid, yeah, I guess, darts yeah. out, doesn't look both yep. ways. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a big deal. My dad one time knocked out my tooth because he put his arm up because <sighs> I was about to walk <laughs> across the street, but my tooth was about to fall out anyways, but... Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's... Yeah, but like, you know, your hey. kid, he didn't look both ways. He so. saved you. Yeah, he did. Not your tooth, but you. Mm-hmm. If your kid is hurting others, um, if you're witnessing or taking part in bullying, if your child is destroying personal property, if your kid is uh, undressing in public. Oh my God, when we were in Vegas, there was this lady in one of the shops and we had like time to kill. So we were in one of the shops. She was just like shopping around without her pants on. I know. Yeah. Wait, like nothing? Like, she was wearing long shirts that she was trying on and, like, was shopping around without her pants on. Yeah, it was... The oh. manager probably should have said something, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Um, if you're misbehaving in restaurants, I think that's teaching oh, okay. them how to, you know, behave. Um, on airplanes, thank you, the fucking Lord, because terrible that's fucking terrible and then when your child makes plans with friends i'm referring to like and she was referring to breaking commitment so like you know no you can't do this because you told cindy that you would do this today yeah yeah so yeah yeah 
Well, nice. Yeah, I think those are all important as well because kids have to kids have to hear that. Otherwise, they're gonna have ill ex. I mean, just unrealistic expectations, expectations of what yeah. the real world's mm-hmm. like. Real world is world, world is like when they're older. World, world. Um, let's move into um, our solutions. Let's do it. Hannah, now solutions, the best part of the whole show. Yeah. So, solution number one by us, you could live in the Coraline world. Okay, I've never seen Coraline, so give me, do like, a... Do you know a... the premise? No. Okay, so, like, I think it's that they move or something, and they live in this house, and this house is creepy, and, um, or it's, like, an apartment, maybe. I don't know. And her parents are telling her no a bunch... And then she finds, like, a secret tunnel or some shit like that and goes through it. And then her parents are there, but they have those button eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they, like, say yes to everything, basically. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. Interesting. Crazy and weird. Crazy, weird, interesting. What else could you do? Uh, unadopt your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. Unadopt. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what age you have to be to, like, go and emancipate is that the word be by yourself emancipate? yeah but Isn't that the maybe word? don't do that unless you're in a really bad that situation. situation how old do you have to be i wonder 16 i feel like yeah i can't remember but that sounds mm. that sounds realistic but i'm not positive but yeah. uh yeah don't do that unless you're in a really tough spot yeah reach out to someone be careful agreed you could run away from home yep also same thing i said before applies to this yep and you could just get over it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know a statistic, but I feel like most of the time, if your parent is telling you no, and then they're good parents, it's it's probably a good thing, whether you see that or not. I mean, obviously, as a child, your, your brain is not fully developed. You don't have the same thought processes going on as your parents do, and you also don't have the experience of being a parent. I would imagine so you really don't understand the perspective even yeah. though i'm not a parent myself i feel safe in saying that yeah i right? agree i agree okay well agree. then again mm, i'm not a parent myself either so, so if you're a parent let us know if we're wrong right maybe I, I feel like everyone has their own opinion anyways so you it's an opinion right. it's, it's an opinion based you're right. situation you're right what am i saying yeah get out of here get out of here all right let's give them some solid solutions and to preface this by saying that um you know we obviously have to take these and kind of um adjust them our solutions because like we mentioned some parents are just going to tell you no and if you're a kid there's really not much you can do about it so if you're a kid you're not listening let me dibble dabble into our first solution this is from empoweringparents.com no means no seven tips to teach your child to accept no for an answer Hmm. just a few things i wanted to share establish your authority early on Mm. Uh, you can do this in a way that is not scary Mm. and that is not um or that is going to you know lead to results Mm -hmm. that you want um you know you need to let the kid know that you're in charge but it's because you love them and Mm -hmm. you care for them and you want the best for them Mm -hmm. um explain your reasoning clearly to your child um kids want to know why Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want to know why kids are curious they need to know they need to know why because they won't understand why you're telling them no unless you give them a a reason that they understand right you need to be able to explain why you're you're telling them no Mm -hmm. 
and they have to understand your reasoning in order to follow along with it. Otherwise, they're just going to not listen to, to you. Try to find a way to get out of the situation or, or not get out of but, you know, exactly. sleuth around it so that exactly. they can make it happen. And yeah. probably do it in an even more dangerous way. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Is it All my right. turn? It's your turn. This is from caracarrero.com. How negative language impacts kids and why no should be limited. Oh, okay. Magda Gerber once said, a child who is never told no is a neglected child. <gasps> I was neglected. And I... <laughs> I'm totally I don't kidding. think so. I'm totally kidding. I don't think so. I am so not neglected. <laughs> <laughs> and I completely agree. Hmm. But sometimes it's also more about how we tell them no rather than the word itself. We must affirm what our children need to do rather than discipline and teach them by telling them what not to do. It's a lot easier to tell them exactly what we want them to do. And telling a child not to hit, maybe he thinks, well, can I kick? That makes sense. Yeah. So rather maybe being sense. like, don't hit because if we, you know, touch other, but that's a, you mean keep your fucking hands to yourself type situation, but right keep your hands to your yeah. fucking self <laughs> yeah but i mean that i mean that makes sense um and i like i like this approach because um kind of like we've talked about just us being teachers kids model what they see mm-hmm. you know and what they hear so if they're hearing things that they want you know or their parent wants them to do or somebody in charge is expecting of them they're more inclined to do that i think i'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's scientific evidence behind that too yeah probably right wham bam thank you ma'am we just did our first throwback topic I know. okay um well let's let's jump into topic two okay remind us of topic number two. Oh. attending your first sleepover mm. i'm very excited for this i know me too why does it suck okay so it's really stressful because i feel like the first thing i always thought of was do I have a sleeping bag? Oh, Do yeah. I have a sleeping bag? Mm-hmm. And I got one pretty early on. Yeah. Um, but did you have a sleeping bag? Yeah, I still have that sleeping bag. Sometimes oh, I take it camping with us. Gosh, yes, <laughs> I remember that. Um, I had a um, pink camo one. Ooh, I wasn't like a camo so girl, <laughs> but I loved it. So I Aww. fucking loved it. Um, but I always would like be like, okay, do I have it? Where is it? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was just, it was a must have. I don't remember. I don't think, I, I don't remember having a must have when I went to sleepovers. It's fair. If anything, you could bring blankets. I was about to say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I would always like find my way into the bed or onto the couch or something. Oh, nice. Such as that. Smart. You Smart. know me weaseling my way around. A little luxury bitch over little here. Luxury. You're Who the got luxury the bed? <laughs> You're the luxury bitch. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm tired though. I from being a luxury bad. bitch. It's a tiring tired. thing. It's well, great, but it's tiring. You're gonna have to figure out how to turn it around because we're gonna be living like that every turn, day, one night. Turn, turn it around. What? What? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Gonna be, gonna be fancy one day, bougie. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing shit like that all the time. That'd be cool. That'd one be day. cool. One day. Anyways. Yeah, I'd love to see LeBron more. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be getting out of his PJ. Yeah. He'll listen to the podcast one day. It's gonna happen. Oh, 100%. Whoa, what? <laughs> All right, onward. You um also have uh, my pillowcase is not good enough. I must beg my parents for a new one. 
Oh, yeah, if I wanted, like, a fun, colorful one. I didn't feel... I, I guess... You know what? My ones at home had, like, little flowers on them. My grandma, like, knitted, like, part of the pillowcase, but it was, like, my baby pillowcase. So, knitted I was I always had to make sure my pillowcase and, like, sleeping bag were clutch. Wow. You, like, really were worried about a lot of things. Yeah. I wanted to be, like, trendy with it. On, oh, on wow. brand, bitch. Yeah. I didn't... It's all about the comfort, too. That's... Pink made me sleep better, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Pink made me sleep better. Um, which but... brings me to my next point. No matching PJs. Get the fuck out. Here's my, Get here's the fuck a, out. my biggest issue as a kid. I did not sleep with pants. I still don't sleep with I pants. I was going to say. But... <laughs> still don't. <laughs> yeah, so what did you do? I would just... Sneak them off? Yeah. And sneak it back on. Well, hang on. Yeah, see, I am a cold person when I sleep. Um, at least when I slept by myself for years. I mean, no, I don't sleep on myself. So I wear shorts, but like forever I would wear like sweats and hoodies, like to sleep. Really? Like toasty as a fuck in a bug in a rug. Yeah. <laughs> bug in a rug. Yeah. Um, snug as a bug in a rug. And like a few blankets too. But, like, sleepovers, no matter what, like, they were, they, I wanted them to be matching. Yeah. Once I got older, I really didn't care. This is, like, my perspective of, like, being, like, You're a very young. Personal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, a young thing. A young thing. Gosh, I remember girls, like, coming in hot with, like, the Hello Kitty onesies and shit, like. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm yeah. having so many memories of all my sleepover parties right I know, right? right? Now. And even just, like, pajama days, too. Yeah, I, I would show the fuck up for PJ Day, for sure. Yeah, I don't anymore, though, because I'm like, I don't have matching pajamas. I do. I don't want to wear my PJs to school. I do. Well, and I have, and I want will continue to. Honestly, I could go for a cookie Me right now. Me too. Mm, that sounds good. I've already <gasps> downstairs. Pie. Oh, God. I'm not oh God. as big of a pie person as than you. Well, I'll I, eat your piece. Oh, whoa. I could go <laughs> for some ice cream, though. Yeah. That Clutch. sounds so good. All right, put a pin in that. Also, Franny is so cute. Oh, okay. We can't focus sorry, on her. Sorry, sorry, the sorry. The cat's sorry. outside the door. Sorry. And, like, I mean, obviously distracting. You know where we're going with this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Hannah, give us this next this next point. Um, The excitement of it all bubbling inside you until the day comes. Oh, oh I used to I love remember it. That. Those are, the, like, some of the best days of my life as a child. Just going to sleep over. For sure. I always loved when, like, like, a few of my friends, like, if they had, like, a birthday coming up, they'd literally, like, you know, like, bring the invitations to school and like pass them out like at a time like my friends were sweet like not around everybody you know because can't invite the whole class mm-hmm. if they didn't want to so they'd hand them out real nice and like you'd put it up on the fridge and like Aww. be just so excited yeah, and oh, for sure good amounts oh, and your parents would get excited for you too yeah they would yeah, they would for, for sure. sure i always love that and like I feel like as I got older, I, you'd have to, like, assure your parents that it's, like, they're good, good place, parents, good parent. Yeah, yeah. The parents will be there. Like, yeah, I remember a lot of people wanting to meet my parents whenever. Yeah, or calling. Or call, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, I, I need to talk to her mom. Yeah, which I guess makes sense. Oh, I will not send my future child to a home without, without knowing the who adult. the fuck yeah, they're sure. going to be with. You've got me fucked up and yeah. Uh, yeah nope that's so nope, true nope 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 hard pass Mm-mm. hard fucking pass. 
something else is uh, thinking about if you're going to pull an all-nighter or not, even if you don't want to. I never, I know. ever. I, can't, I, I still can't pull an all-nighter. I feel like elementary grades, not so much at all. But in the middle and high school, yeah, for sure. More realistic, at least. I mean, our students tell us that they've pulled all-nighters. I'm like, oh, great. I'm glad that you're doing that in the middle of the week. I don't think that they – I think they lie. Well, if they're sleeping in my class, I'm believing them. (laughs) But some of them probably do fib, for sure. Some of them definitely lie. But, oh, God, what a terrible thing that was. I remember just going home the next day and just sleeping. Mm. Tragic. Yeah. It was not fun. I remember feeling so bad the next day. It's not fun being tired. I still don't do well when I'm tired. No. No, definitely not. Definitely not, especially when you're a young buck growing. So let's talk about some of the things you would do at these sleepovers. Truth or dare. Mm-hmm. Truth was, or dare was nerve wracking. Um, Star sixty seven. Oh my god, I loved prank calling people. Star oh sixty seven. It's so fun. So much fun prank calling people. Let's see what else would we do? Um, Board games, Twister. Oh my yep. god so many memories just rushing to my head oh, I know. nostalgia I know so much fun and like eating pizza mm-hmm. watching a movie <gasps> the, like the breakfast in the morning oh the breakfast like, the parents would be like alright girls breakfast is ready mm-hmm. like, this is clutch as fuck this is clutch as fuck <laughs> and then like you get to meet your friends friends and like become with their friends with their friends yes. and yeah, oh. some of them are all bitches, but like, you know, you give and take. You give and take. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a great time. What a great, great, great time. Yeah. So, you know what I'm going to ask? All right, Any so I have a personal up? experience that's going to like kind of contradict, not, I don't want to say contradict, but like maybe shock a little bit. Um, When I was, I would say from the ages like 7 to 11, 12 maybe I would get homesick a lot 7 to 12 to 12 that's pretty old I could be overestimating I don't really remember clearly but I'm like it was like probably when my parents got divorced around 7 and maybe 11 maybe 12 I don't know I'm just guesstimating um probably it probably ended around fifth grade fifth grade uh, yeah I know where I would have been in school so what how old would I have been 11 10 11 yeah so but it would so I would um you know depending on where I was Mm -hmm. um it wasn't every place but I would end up often calling like my dad or my mom and be like will you come pick me up but they say no no they'd always come get me oh every time that's nice there I mean I think as like when I got older towards like the 10 like the 10 yeah age that's one of those um, that you gotta push them out of their comfort zone yeah type. they would they would be like al like it's it's pretty late like you think you can do it and i'd be like yeah i think so like yeah right. kind of talk you off the cliff yeah a little bit. but yeah. i like think about it and like i probably i want to know why like why like yeah. maybe because like i was like going back and forth from like you just yeah their houses. you were already I, yeah i don't know I don't but know. yeah it was it was pretty pretty popular i forget about it now because like man i love to go be out and about right (laughs) like love to travel so i'm like i don't know my very first sleepover i i did i called my parents at my very first one and that was it yeah but the like her mom came in and was like well we're gonna make blueberry pancakes in the morning and and then that won me over (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe the parents should have told me that. Then I probably would have stayed. Um, but there's, like, okay. So uh, my friend Elsa used to have these fucking ridiculous sleep on I need like, details. Sleepovers. Anyone, if Michaela or McKenna is out here listening to this shit, they know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Okay. Um, Elsa, I love you. But you were just, she was a crazy kid. She was fucking crazy. She was annoying. <laughs> She's a little brat. Like, she was, she was a lot when she was a little kid. And she used to have these huge slumber parties every single year for her birthday. And, I mean, just, I like, like, this picturing. hodgepodge of kids. Like, I mean, we would stay up all night long. It was fucking loud. It was ridiculous. Well, there was one slumber party. We would go out in that back in their backyard at night and go just, like, run around. Like, they were fucking wild. I'm picturing, out. like, the Prince's Diaries, like, like mattresses going downstairs. Similar to that, shit. but, like, a whole lot less facilitated and a whole lot more just less royal. <laughs> you know? Like, okay. Okay. Whatever. I don't like it. There was one specific sleepover, so they had a dinner bell in the front of their yard, and they were out back. Kids were out back playing something. Me and I think it was McKenna. Me and McKenna went and rang the dinner bell, and it freaked one of the girls out. Like, it freaked her out so bad. And then it got What'd to she the point, think? Why? I don't fucking what is a dinner bell? Like, is that what they would ring when dinner was ready? Mm-hmm. Like, ba- way, way, way back, back when. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so like, a big bell. Yeah. I mean, it resonates, you know. So, I, I don't fucking know why it scared the girl. But, so, you know, the girl's, like, hysterical. And we all gather around her. And Elsa's mom's like, who? Who rang the bell? Who rang the bell? And me and McKenna were, like, just staring at each other, like, oh, didn't You didn't, you didn't. We didn't fess up, No. So still to this day, still unless this they day. listen to this. Yeah, unless they listen to this. What ended up happening? Did the girl go home? I don't fucking know. I don't think she was fine. She cried for like an hour and then it was fine. What do you think happened? Like, I don't headless know. horseman came by. I was right? like, we're yeah. bitch. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's mm-hmm. funny. That's super funny. God, her sleepover parties were fucking exhausting. Dude, you probably slept for days after. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Any other sure. men's? Nah. All right. Let's move it on to some fun facts, shall we? There's honestly too many memes, but whatevs. Whatevs. So let me go first. Okay. Okay. This is themomempire.com. Hell yeah, I love it. Is that right? The Mom Empire? The yeah. Mom Empire. Yeah, it is. Themomempire.com. Yeah. The benefits of sleepovers. So um, one thing that they said is new experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. For sure. Sleepovers offer new experiences for children, trying a new snack, playing new games, new culture, and new friends. Life is constantly filled with new experiences, especially when a child is growing up. Think about all the fun things you learned at a child's sleepovers. Um, I learned a lot of things at child's sleepovers. <laughs> Honestly, now that I think about it, I don't think my kid's ever going to go to a sleepover. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully they just don't have a crazy... I mean, that that sounds like out of a movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's a little quote. This quote is at Brianna Busby. What a fun name. Abriana. Abriana Busby. Love it. One of my first sleepovers was a neighbor's house. We were playing outside in the sprinklers when my friend brought out a new snack. Well, a new snack to me. It was red, fuzzy, and had seeds. It was a raspberry. 
We never had raspberries at home, and I thought it was so strange how fuzzy it was. Now they are my go-to snack. Wow. That's cute. Aubriana Busby, you got a new snacky. Yeah, all because of that neighbor. That was your sleepover pal, too. Aww. Okay, Wait, wow. what a what a healthy little habit. Little what that little, is a healthy little healthy habit. Healthy little little habit there that you shared. Mm, I remember Grace used to have the best fucking snacks when we were kids and Ugh. I my I didn't have fun snacks in my house. Yeah, my mom my mom kept things pretty packing, but it was always fun to eat at your friend's house instead of your own. I got too chubby as a kid if I ate snacks. Yeah. It to happened. this day, I get chubby when I eat <laughs> Yeah, I think we're all right there with you. All right, so my article is from redtree.com. It is six signs that your kids are ready for a sleepover. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I'm just going to mention a few, and if you want to read the rest, these will be in our show notes just like they always are for you. So I picked three. Number one, they know what to expect. Um, I think that talking with your kids about what a sleepover is, mm-hmm. um, you That's know, having them point. experience it. Be, I think get them that, excited for it. Yeah, I think that that will give them, um, you know, a more comfortable attitude and knowing what to expect um, when, they, when they have a sleepover yeah. or go to a sleepover. And another thing that I thought was interesting, um, which is my second point, you've tried it out at home. Hmm. try out a sleepover at home so maybe you could be the person to invite a friend over or or a cousin i was about to say a cousin would be um, good i mean even if you wanted to you could do like you and your brother are gonna have a sleepover in the basement with a tent you know like just and and just kind of um i don't know give it a little trial run Mm -hmm. um and the last thing i mentioned is that letting them know they're okay without you yeah you know, because, I mean, like I mentioned, I I was homesick often. Mm-hmm. So some kids might have that same issue yeah. and you might be really attached. So letting them know that they're okay while you're, while you're not there. It's good to get the kids out of the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to do it so Obviously you stay. yourself. So you stay sane. Really. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so you don't lose your shit. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get to the good part. Okay. Hannah now solutions. Yeah. All right, give it to me straight. Make sure you have a way to get there. Yeah. That's true. Why did we mention this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have a way to get there. Like. Oh, I guess maybe. Wiggy, attending your first sleepover. Okay. Okay. As you a, have to make sure you get there. As a kid. <laughs> as a kid. Make sure you have a way to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hopefully you do. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking uh, yeah. dead. Ooh, All right. Yeah, yeah, Bring your yeah, own yeah. pillow blankets, pillow slash blankets, or sleeping bag <laughs> if you have one. I never brought my stuff. Oh, how disrespectful. I, I mean, not disrespectful, but, like, did they always have stuff for you? Yeah. Nice. Bougie France. He had like a folded blanket when you walked in the door and a fresh (laughs) pillow with a chocolate on top. (laughs) They're like, your mattress is upstairs. We're fluffing it now. Oh, yeah. I I feel like we would just always, it just depend on the friend, but I always had a place to sleep. Well, that's nice. Well, that's nice. That's nice for you. Good for you. Oh, good for for you. you. (laughs) Ooh, this next one's cute. Oh, um... Oh, oh my god, coordinate with your friends on PJs. Be a bougie boo. Let's do that when we go to Music Midtown. Okay. So cute. 
let's let's coordinate we don't wear the same pjs at all though so mm, nope sorry <laughs> sorry unless you're gonna wear like a tank and shorts you're something. gonna have to go pantsless hard pass and a big shirt no well we'll see who wins we'll see who wins <laughs> uh bring your favorite snacks and movies to watch i bet my twin will match with me um i bet he will he 100 percent will oh yeah. my god i should get me and my twin matching pjs just get him boxer briefs and like a big <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> otherwise it's not real to <laughs> he's oh i'm pretty sure god. he sleeps in his boxer briefs i think you know i think he does too dalton do you sleep in your boxer briefs let, let us, us know, know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway well we know actually no he, he never does when we can't he always wears like sweats or anything but anyway we're getting off fucking yeah, well. topic Holy uh, Either way, match with your friends and also bring your favorite snacks and movies to watch because then you know you'll have a good time. That's true. Did you do this? You were always prepared. I was, girl, are are you surprised at at, at, at prepared well, Patty over here? Right, Patty. Patty. What's going on, it was girl? really because my mom. She was always just so like. You know, like, had shit in line, um, and so I just, like... We haven't chatted about Pat in a while. Pat is here, <laughs> bitches. Pat took Pedialyte to Miami. You talk about prepared. Yeah. She drank it every day. Yeah, thank God thank for God. that. Thank God. Um, but I feel like when I remember bringing, like, movies and things, I remember bringing, like, either... Like DVDs, I guess. I don't know if I brought VHS. Probably Cause, not. Because, I mean, they were still a thing when I was born, yeah. obviously, but DVDs were where what was happening yeah for sure it, things that quickly moved over to dvd once they became popular yeah so much easier than a vcr yeah just God, so much easier the worst i know right um and last but not least bring your manners too that's the most too. important see at least i brought my manners i may not have brought any oh else, yeah so. and i mean like that's something that i was always expected to do and yeah. my future kid one day will We'll have the same expectation. I'll beat your fucking ass if you don't. Oh. Beat your ass. Ooh. All right. It's time. It is time for the solid solution. Damn, boo. You got a lot of solutions for us today. Oh. We're still going. <laughs> this has been a weird episode. It's been special. It has been special. All right. This comes from girlscouts.org. Uh, <sighs> I don't think I got this fact solution. I did. Oh, I did. This I is... I did. Oh. <laughs> I think Girl I went Scout? to the Girl Scouts um, thing, but maybe I did it for you. I don't know. Were you a Girl Scout? I was. I was a brownie and a Girl Scout. I knew that. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, I didn't know that, but now I do. Make her first sleepover a success. Hopefully this could be for him, too. I'm sure. Absolutely. Ask, sure, right? Interchangeable yeah. for anybody. Any changeable. In- <laughs> <laughs> Let me move. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, my God. Any changeable. All right. I'm okay. not comfortable. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just not okay. Do you want to switch chairs? Like I don't know. No, I'm good now. My leg was just like crushed. All right, any changeable, good to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, ask your daughter if she has a friend she'd like to invite over to stay the night. 
or if there's a friend's house where she'd like to sleep over. It's best, and less overwhelming for everyone, to limit her first slumber party to just two girls if possible. Talk to friends, parents, or guardians ahead of time to discuss expectations and any particular needs either girl might have, such as food allergies or a medication that needs to be taken at bedtime. This is definitely any changeable. Any changeable. <laughs> a thousand percent. I want that one on a t-shirt too. Any changeable. Any changeable. Any changeable. Okay. Get your daughter involved in packing her overnight bag so she feels more ownership over the experience. Encourage her to pack a lovey from home. It'll provide comfort if she has a moment of homesickness. And remind her that you're only a phone call away if she needs you. What the hell's a lovey? Like a blanket okay. or a teddy bear okay. or whatever okay okay i thought so just yes. clarify. i'm pretty sure as for the actual activities dr bastiani archibald go me go suggests you. keeping it simple start at dinner or even have her go over for dessert and pick her up after the breakfast the next morning she says like all things it's best to leave her confident perhaps somewhat res- rested and wanting more Nice. Very nice. Well, nice. yeah, that could be for I a boy that. too. I, I don't think know that's why. Smart. Why it did just, they make that for daughters? Oh, because it's, it's the Girl, Girl Scouts. Scouts. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're it's, in a different realm now. What's it? Is it always going to be Girl Scout and Boy Scout? Do you think they're going to change that? I don't know. That's a good point. I'm not sure though. Hmm. I'm sure other people are wondering the same thing too, though. So yeah. if you know something, let us know. Yeah. All right, Al. All well, right. that was a lot. It's okay. I, I, I it. felt it was all valuable. I felt it um, was as well. My lovely, lovely article is from fatherly.com, how to prepare a kid for their first sleepover. Okay. So a few points here. Try sleeping at a close relative's house for a night is a trial run. Mm. So aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, um, you know, might be, might be a good way to start out before you really branch out of the house house to a friend's. Uh, discuss their anxieties and worries beforehand and try to find ways to manage them. Mm. So, for example, if they're wondering, you know, like, well, what if you're, what if you're not close enough? You know, you're just a call away. Mm-hmm. So reassuring that they're going to be there. Um, remind them to be respectful and understanding of other families' values and cultures. That's a, that's a biggie. Yeah. I never really thought about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't send your kid to someone's home without discussing what the expectations are in that home. Yeah. And, you know, kind of going along with the manners aspect as well. Um, And talk to them about communicating with you if they feel uncomfortable and or want to come home. So I think this is a great, great point because, you know, obviously I experienced homesickness for a period of time when I was a child. Um, But even if, you know, a kid is at a house and they just simply don't feel comfortable... You know, I, I was like, I didn't even feel that. I just mm-hmm. wanted to be home. Yeah. And I think that this is um, this is a good point to bring up, too. Mm-hmm. Have, like, a, a way to keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome possum. Awesome possum. Time for topic number three. Topic number three, finding a seat in the lunchroom. Finding a seat in the lunchroom, literal hell. Mm-hmm. Why does it suck out? All eyes on you, I feel like. It's definitely not, but it, it feels definitely like feels like it. that. Yeah, it's very intimidating, especially if the school you are at is larger. Mm-hmm. More people, 
more anxiety. Going from middle school to high school, elementary school to middle school. I can picture my high school cafeteria right now. And even walking in there knowing I had a seat, it was still not like, it's like, I feel exposed. I feel like you only felt okay if you were walking in with the people that you're going to eat with. Exactly. Yeah, I second that fully. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it just makes you feel a little intimidated and uneasy, especially Mm -hmm. when you're finding somewhere to sit. Especially when there's a lot of people already in the room, it makes the choice a little bit harder. Yeah, you feel like the pressure's really on now. Oh, because mm-hmm. not only you are see you those trying seats, like <laughs> filling up and yeah. every empty seat's going away. What if there's not even a seat for me in the lunchroom? Right, and you have to like let's like where's Waldo with the seats? Mm-hmm. Like look, try not to stare at all the people looking at you or who you think are looking at you and look for an open spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really intimidating and especially nerve-wracking if you're in a new school yeah yeah. just adding like little snippets onto this because that's like times four at least when I went from my elementary school to my middle school I knew quite a few people but going from middle school to high school I only knew like three or four people that's stressful big school system Big school, big school system is right. Yeah. How many people did you graduate with? Around 500. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. It's crazy. But you ha- you all had, like, actual feeder schools. We didn't really have feeder schools. Too sure. Yeah. Dang. I mean, dang, we, we dang. did, but whatever. It doesn't, whatever. That doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, it, let's keep going. <laughs> You're basically <laughs> judging these kids with your eyes. You know, kind of like we were talking about all eyes on you. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. And kids are mean. We've already established that. And which starts to, you know, make you spiral a little bit. And you think, who can I sit with? Who yeah. wants to sit with me? Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of things going through your mind in, in general. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's hard to have all those things running in your brain while you're, like, walking with a tray of food mm-hmm. and looking for a seat. There's a lot of shit happening. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole-ass situation. It is a whole-ass situation. Sometimes you have your books with you, like, fuck, ugh. I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. I am too. Yikes, McGee. There's the what ifs of the situation. Oof. What if they tell me to leave? What if there are no more seats? What if I get beat up? Right? What if someone takes my lunch money? Right, especially when, like, the kids were bigger. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, what a sad. And, like, now that we see some of that, like, on, like, a different level... Oh, gosh. I, I, it just makes me so sad. Like, kids eating alone, one. Yeah. But also just kids who are just... It was sad this year because they, like, could only have so many people sit at their table. So, like, if that one other person who was assigned to that seat wasn't there, kids were just eating by themselves. No, it was sad. Yeah, because they just couldn't sit with any more kids because of COVID. Yeah, it was sad. A rough year. But, yeah, those are all the things that are going through your mind while you're just trying to do so Mm -hmm. many other things. And... Like, actually getting your lunch down in a timely manner? That's out of the question. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. And, like, as a kid, you don't realize, like, you, your time management is not as on point as it is when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you're like, oh, like, the teacher's telling you to, like, let's go. So. Let's go. You eat or you don't. Yeah. So, that's that's a bummer. And then you're going to feel worse if you don't. Yeah. Aw. I know. It's a tough situation. So, let me tell you about my first day at lunch at high school. So, obviously, like I said, I only knew, like, four people going into um, high school. However, one of them was Grace. So, like, one of them was my 
one of my best friends. So, you know, that was very helpful. But I had, I think there was like three or four different lunches and I had second lunch and she must have had first or third or whatever. So I am in the cafeteria looking for her because we have discussed it. You know, I'm going to sit with you at lunch today so I don't end up like mean girls, you know, in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and... <laughs> And uh, she's nowhere to be found. I haven't seen her. So I had hung out with Grace over the summer, obviously. Like I said, we were really good friends. And Grace did soccer all through the summer, like conditioning and stuff, because she was, like, on the varsity team her freshman year. Damn, Yeah, she was really good. She was on their JV team her eighth grade year. Right? Isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh, Uh Grace. I know. She's really good at soccer, um, obviously. So I had met a few of her soccer friends just because, like, they would tag along or whatever. And so I knew one one girl. Her name was Carla. And Car- Carla came finding me. And she was like, hey, Grace told me to find you and to come sit with us for lunch. Isn't that so Aww, sweet? I know. That is so sweet. It just went from, like, I was so fucking scared to, like, Oh, okay, cool. Right, like, save me. Carla out here saving you. Yeah, Grace so, and Carla saving you. I know. Oh, that's awesome. So I put the soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And look at you now. Soccer is very prevalent in your life. Oh, whoa. I never even thought about that. I know, You're right? right? All right, Al, what sense. about you? Um, Just, like, I think about, like, planning, like, like getting our schedule in the mail and I'm thinking of high school, so I'm a little bit older. Um, I will share a little snippet about elementary. But, I mean, like, when I was in high school, I remember getting the schedule in the mail. You'd call your friends. You'd plan out, like, what lunch do you have? And you so you'd know mm-hmm. who you were going to be eating lunch with. That way you could, like, have a spot. We always did that. And, like, back to elementary school, I switched in my third grade year from um, private to public. Mm-hmm. And so... That's a shift. Yeah. And uh, my mom, she sat with me on the steps um, in the in the gym at the new school, and waited until like some friend, you know, some new girls came around. And I started to talk to talk to one, and um, I came really good friends with a girl named Tia, Aww. and yeah, she's about to have a baby now, Aww. which is crazy. And uh, so that's all. That's a really good memory because like I love that my mom just sat there with me Aww, waiting until like some some people came up. Um, because it's intimidating, especially when you're in new school, but when you're young and yeah, for sure, it's it's a lot. So that's so sweet, Aww, man. That is a good memory. Yeah, good times. All right, let's get into some fun facts. All right, let's do it. So, I will start us off with an article from theAtlantic.com. Mm-hmm. Sitting alone in the cafeteria. Mm. Yeah. So let's let's listen to this one. It's pretty good. Last week, I highlighted some helpful emails from educators as well as a reader who suffered in silence at the lunch table as a kid. Below are more perspectives from readers who sat alone in the cafeteria, but they didn't suffer. My assumption that all kids enjoy company of some sort, even if they don't feel like making conversation, elicited passionate responses from these readers. And here's one. I had my son, an autistic high school student, read this article. He typically sits alone, too. I asked him what he thought, and basically his answer was that lunch is the only time he gets a break from the huge stress of having to socialize. Hmm. He did think the football player was very kind, but he would not want a companion at lunchtime every day. Not all children with autism will feel that way, but the point is, don't assume sitting alone is always a tragedy. Oh, that's that's nice to see it from that perspective. Just a different... Just a different 
idea because yeah. although I often get that feeling you know I'm like oh shit there's a kid sitting mm-hmm. by himself it breaks my heart I also like to think that some kids just want wanna, that wanna sit by some kids also feel completely for different sure. so yeah what do, you, what do you got for us this is from payscale.com so it, it's the article is titled um what your lunchroom seating choice says about you I thought it was kind of interesting oh. so this is what they have to say if you sit at the end Since these chairs are classic power seats, the people who select them are likely fairly confident individuals, but they also might be the kind of people who like to listen to coworkers' conversations and feel super involved without actually doing any of the heavy lifting. Oh, so if you sit on the end, like, you're pretty confident? Yeah. All right. Do you ever sit at the end? Well, I'll ask you where you sit at the end. If you sit in the middle... You better be ready to shell out some jokes and drive the bus to some conversations. As the occupant of one of these seats, you have the most presence at the table. When you select a middle seat, you're telling your coworkers that you are excited about this lunch and that you're ready to be a main attraction in the conversation which I thought was kind of interesting and kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. It definitely, definitely does to me. If you choose some other seat, if you choose any other seat at the table, you're communicating that you want to be a part of things, but you really don't feel like standing out or having too much focus on you today. This is a great place to sit if you'd like to blend in and not make any waves. Al, where do you sit? So uh, thinking about work, um... There for a while, I sat like at like the head of the table, kind of like um, like a big rectangle. I sat like at one of like the shorter sure. ends, uh-huh. um, but now I sit like kind of in the middle, like mm-hmm. on one of the sides, because there's like multiple people that sit on that side. Um, but like I think I relate to the middle one because I'm even thinking about when I was younger, like. Um, even when I was at the school that we are now, like walking into like the booth and sitting like in that front, like or like that first middle seat. About, yeah. Um, and like I don't mind sitting on the outside, but I just I I, I, I like to I didn't like to yell across, and I like to talk, but mm-hmm. also listen. So mm-hmm. that probably makes the most sense. Yeah. Nice. What about you? I don't even know. Really? I don't even know. Okay. I feel like I feel like you are just like whatever's there. Yeah. Like, wherever there's a seat, I'll sit I there. like to sit at the head, but, like, I always feel weird sitting at the head of a table in someone else's house. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense. I guess I like to sit at the head. Okay. I'm confident. All right. Now we know. What can I say? All right. Let's move on to Hannah now solutions. Okie dokie. First things first, you could just eat in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Or Gross. maybe somewhere else in your school. <laughs> yeah. I love that, like, mov- movies always show, like, but like kids eating in the bathroom I'm like that's fucking is that disgusting. the only is that like the only place that was available like nice, no right? other room is yeah. like not occupied right now you sure not occupado. and like guess what people see your feet like but yeah. being yeah. gross I just <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to no, me no I agree I no. agree you could also just not eat just like find a way to skip skip lunch altogether yeah. There are the kids who wouldn't eat at school. I'd be like, why the fuck are you not eating? It here? makes, yeah, I, I I'm hate starving. it. starving. I hate that shit. I want them to eat. Yeah. I do. want them to eat. There's a bug in um, here. You could also eat snacks yeah. throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That way you're not necessarily like hungry at lunch, so then you don't have to worry about it. But like, where are you going to go though? Yeah. I guess you could be a Leave. butterfly. Oh. Hop from table to table. Oh. Yeah, just kind of like roam you know. or. If you're 
like school has a little outside area yeah. maybe go up there that'd yeah. be cool yeah yeah all right um you could make friends early in the year to establish a lunch group that's what i always tried to do for yeah sure Get people that you oh, feel sure. like you can sit with and not get annoyed with mm-hmm. completely. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps that my, I guess, junior and senior year, all the kids in choir had the same lunch. So there you that go. helped. Yeah. And I mean, if you have like people in the class that you go to lunch with, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to sit together. Yeah. So just works out for sure and also you can just be okay with eating by yourself yeah kind of like that article was talking about yeah and if you don't show us a fuck with you i mean like just show them up bro show them confidence up. is key don't mm-hmm. let them fuck with you like no, no. Mm-mm. no. like can i help you like really you're coming over here i'm sure this is what you're doing with your time i'm sure your parents will be fine with you getting a referral if you're defending yourself you know oh like, i would be like back. yeah push no. it back yeah don't let it just kid, like get out of my know. face let me eat my lunch i'm not bothering you for fucking sure all right shall we dibble dabble into this fantastic solid solution portion let's do it okay so i've got a little snippet and then i'm gonna actually go to the site and read an example okay Mm. so i got this article from sn3.scholastic.com all right two kids are debating assigned seats in the lunchroom so let me preface this by saying For many kids, lunchtime is a chance to hang out with friends, but for others, the cafeteria can be a lonely place. To make sure no kid eats alone, the Francis W. Parker School in Chicago, Illinois has a special policy. On some days, school officials randomly assign students seats in the lunchroom. They say this lets kids get to know more of their classmates, but some people say kids should be able to make their own seating choices interesting perspective Mm -hmm. you know something to definitely think about and so we have two kids one named gannon and one named katie gannon says yes okay he sits with kids outside of his usual group and he likes to get to know them um because they have different interests than he does Mm, nice katie on the other hand says that adults are always telling kids what to do lunchtime is the one time where they get freedom so she thinks they should be able to choose so both very compelling arguments i know that a lot of schools and officials do things differently but i thought it was cute yeah i didn't get to choose where i sat until high school yeah i mean if there's issues with it assigned seating is an is an option maybe putting a a, you know kid who might not be um comfortable sitting with a bunch of different kids Mm -hmm. with somebody they get along with i don't know yeah it's a good good thought what you got Okay, let's say this comes from garrett.k12.ky.us. So, a school system in Kentucky. All right. Is the cafeteria ruining your life? Ooh, maybe. For most kids, lunch is a time to catch up with friends, relax, and trade Twinkies for chips. But for others, it's a time of acute anxiety when simply finding a seat is a daily humiliation. For these kids, the lunchroom can feel more like a Hunger Games arena than what it should be. A much-needed break from school day stress. Hell yeah. I think kids should be able to relax during lunch, too. There needs to be structure, but I think that they should definitely be talking and sitting with their friends. Unless they have lunch detention. Yeah, if they're an asshole. 
Yeah, sorry. All right. So, wow. Yeah. We just so, flew through those topics. Yeah, we really did. All right. Let's get into our segments. What are what is our segment this? Our week? segment today. We're gonna we're gonna do one of the sleepover games. Would you rather for oh, our segment? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna break it down by topic, and we're going to to ask each other what we'd rather do. So you want to introduce topic number one again? Topic number one. Just a little reminder: when your parents tell you no. All right. So would you rather? Your parents say no to getting your driver's license or letting you have a boyfriend slash girlfriend. So would you rather them say no to driver's license or no, you can't have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Um, I want to be able to drive so that I can go sneak off with my boyfriend or girlfriend so they can tell me that I can't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I guess that's probably <laughs> the best choice. I mean, loophole, baby. Yeah, I was so fucking eager to drive. There's some kids out there yeah. who just don't want to drive. I don't get that. There are. It blows. It blows my mind. My mind. Especially it, when they have cars. I'm like, get out. Yeah. I can't. I, I mean, as soon as I could get my fucking permit, you best believe my ass was in there taking that test. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And as soon as I failed it, I went the next day to, to do it again. Yep. Let's and when I failed it again, I'm just kidding. Like, it happens. It happens. Okay. All right. Topic number two. Reminder, attending your first sleepover. Uh, Would you rather wet the bed at a friend's house or puke at a friend's house? This one's really hard. I think I know. I want to say wet the bed. I'm choosing puke. Why? I feel like puking is more of a like, oh no, you're sick, mm. I'm sorry, whereas, which I mean you obviously feel bad because you puked, but also where it feels like wetting the bed is like, oh, ew, she yeah. wet the bed. I guess it's a little less humiliating maybe. You just changed my opinion. I was <laughs> going to say wet the bed because it's, I don't fucking know, it is noticeable, I don't I mean, you could blame it on, like, someone else, but... Yeah, but, like, like will it work? you smell will like work? piss, so... Right, and your pants are wet, so... And your pants Oops. Awkward. Taco taco. All right. Oh, that... What if... I really hope my kids don't have a hard time with wetting the bed, because that just seems terrible. Right, like, ooh, hopefully they can come back from it. I know, same. And topic number three, finding a seat in the lunchroom. Would you rather... Eat with the jocks or eat with the nerds? But, like, you don't know either of them. Nerds, for sure. Nerds. Nerds are smart. Or not smart. Well, they are smarter a lot of the time, but they're nicer, I feel like. Yeah, we're stereotyping, but yeah. And also, I don't know. I feel like... I'm not a jock. I'm, not I'm, a jock. I'm, I'm loud. I have a voice. Like, I could stick up for us if anybody tries to fuck with yeah. us. Yeah. I don't know. I want Al on my team. Yeah, I want you on my team, too. Aww. And we're on a team together, clearly. It's true. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mm. All right. Well, that's episode 18, you guys. Yeah. So and thank you for coming along on the ride. Yeah, it was a special one. It was. And we are so excited we got to do that. And as always, we're going to put out new episodes every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. And so if you just follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cherry on Top Pod, we will be posting topics on Sundays and episodes drop on Wednesdays. So yeah. you will be up to date with everything that we've got going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make sure you go subscribe to us. Go like. Go leave us a comment. We love 
love love when you guys do that absolutely and just go ahead and make sure you follow us um on everything yeah um because then you you will be with us all the time you'll be in the loop all the time the loop-de-loop and we'll be back next week for episode 19 all right have a good week have a splendid sweet week oh whoa, whoa, <laughs> okay bye, bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.